nights alone waiting for you to call me You're the only one I want by my side when I fall asleep Tell me what I'm waiting for, tell me what I'm waiting for I know it's all, but we need each other, know it's all, but we need each other I move my wings on my own, don't need nobody, yo Share your mind when I change my life, better stop believing in myself And we all now looking for, looking for Welcome back to the No Clue Podcast, episode 97. We have returned. We have returned in quarantine. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. Welcome. Hope everyone's safe and enjoying their time in the house. If you are in the house, maybe you're a necessary worker. Yeah. Um. This this is uh my when I was in high school this would have been my dream to get locked in the house for a long time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When less obligations is definitely great. Right. But being um older and normally being out all the time it is kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get that where you don't know what day it is? No, no, no. It hasn't gotten that bad. It's been like that for me. But, like, my sleep schedule's completely screwed up. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just woke up before this. Yeah, man. It, it's <laughs> it's bad because, like, now that you don't have, like, day-to-day, you don't have responsibilities. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to kind of keep track of time. Yeah. And you just kind of just lose track. I, I kind of go through a day and think it's like five o'clock and it'll be like 10 30 or like it'd be five o'clock and i'm thinking it's one o'clock like just completely out of it yeah and what makes it worse is the people around you doing that too yeah because like normally the reason why it's hard for me with the days is because my dad's been home every day mm-hmm. and usually him going coming and going kind of helps me remember the days right but you know it's it's crazy uh, so with that, as usual, we do start with sports and, um, sports world has been <laughs> frozen basically. Yeah. Just like most things. Yeah. Uh, are you surprised by anything? Mm, am I surprised? Uh, I'm surprised at how some of the reactions were a little delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought it would, it should have been quicker. I know it took a couple of days for the NCAA after uh, the NBA shut down. I think our last episode was right as it was happening, right? Yeah. Yeah, it took a couple of days for the NCAA to do the same thing. Yeah, and I thought it was kind of weird that the NCAA wasn't all on the same page, like instantly. Right. Because like some tournaments were shutting down and some weren't, and then right. you know some were gonna try to keep going without fans, and the NBA thought without fans and. Yeah, that that was interesting. Um, yeah, I remember Ivy League. Uh, the their tournament closed like they shut it down as soon as the NBA shut down. Yeah, Ivy League was one of the first ones. Yeah, right. And then everybody else like it took them a whole like day or two. I'm like, this obvious choice here. The Ivy League shut down when the NBA said they weren't going to play with fans. I mean, right, NBA right. Was it was even earlier. Play. You're right. Yeah, they were still going to play, but Ivy League was like, nah, we're not playing. So, which, you know, I applaud, but like you said, it might have been a little late. We've seen the countries, um, Korea, for instance, 
who have been successful with the virus, um, yeah, they shut it down a lot quicker than we did, right? You know, so um, we're we're working towards it. So. You know what it is, man. Some of, some of those countries uh, are like when when their government orders them to do something, they do it. Yes. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like, a, oh, can you please try to avoid people? Like, please try to stay in your home and only go out if you have to. Yeah. I lived in Korea for a little while when I was in high school. And man, I mean, they are very confident in what their government says most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's really not even about being afraid. It's just about being actually respectful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and whatever you think about, like government like that in this situation that's what you need exactly so you know uh, that's why you're seeing them do better (laughs) right oh okay um you know what's the what's the weirdest thing about this for me is i think a lot of these sports are gonna look at like completely changing their schedules yeah like the NBA is obviously they're they're really gonna take a look at how they want to come back from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's hard for me to imagine they're gonna scrap the season, man. Yeah, that would be really strange. Um, it's tough too on you know aging players right. to have to wait another year, another and a stiff one at that. You know, right? Um, so that's tough. Uh, I, I read today something about September being the latest for the playoffs, for the finals, maybe. Um, That's fair. That would be a proposed thing that maybe if they can if they can do it, they can try to get it off in September. That's reasonable because then, like, at worst, they could push back the start of the next year to December or maybe even January. Yeah. Probably December. And they could probably still get in 50 games. Right. So, that would be good. I mean, better than nothing. And that's the thing is, like, are they going to permanently shift the season? Mm, You know what I mean? Because I think that's an interesting idea to me. Yeah. Like, I would like for... There's that July stretch where there's really nothing going on. Mm -hmm. I would not mind if the season was, like, ended about a month later than it does. Right. And Cuban, I think, was talking about that before. Mm -hmm. About wanting... Wanting it that way, like you're saying. Yeah, I saw Adam Silver has also been interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. So. And in the middle of the season tournament might be interesting. The All-Star game, you know. Yeah. A lot of things would be shifted. NFL, I don't see anything affecting the NFL yet. Uh, yeah, we have to see how long this really, like, plays out. Right. Baseball, man. They might have to scrap their season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's they have to. If <laughs> yeah, this doesn't end within the next two months, yeah, the, there's no other like choice for me. I think, right? Because they're, I mean, unless they they could shorten their season, but they, like that would kind of alter how their season is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which which honestly would be a cool thing for them to do, mm-hmm. but it's just doesn't really. Because they, they play against each other so many times, and, and it's just it's kind of a different energy when you make it like a short, a very short, like NBA kind of season. 
Yeah, and if there's one sport I think does who does need to change their season, it's baseball. You're completely right. I mean, I think playing three games or two games in a day or, you know, the same team two or three times in a row, I I don't understand that. They have, like, weekend series against each other. Yeah, and games are so long sometimes. Like, because so much is going to TV, don't get me wrong, a lot of the baseball games are still sold out. But because TV is taken over... They need to find a way to make it more pleasant for a TV watcher. Yeah. Because on baseball on TV is so boring. That's what they're. That's what they've been lagging for probably like 20, 30 years with. Yeah, I mean, who? How do you watch a full baseball game on TV? I don't know. It seems like it lasts so long. Only, only the uh, the good playoff matchups in the World Series. Right. That's exactly. it. Exactly. So when you go 120 games, like no one's watching every baseball game on TV, 120 games. Uh, I mean, baseball fans, but the casual fan, the people you really need to watch games, it's hard to catch that. You know who's so, really, uh, who's low-key benefiting from this uh, as far as baseball goes? Who? Especially if their season's can if the season's canceled? Uh, the Astros. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> nobody gets to, you know shit on them every time they show up to another arena right and hit them right mm-hmm. um but uh what about the olympics man postponed good choice good choice you have to right um and i mean especially since this is the second time in a row that this has happened near near the olympics last time you know, we we got away with it. No one got hurt. None of the Olympians got hurt, as far as I know, um, when Zika was around. Yeah. And uh, this time, they can't afford it, man. No way. Especially since, so you know, Asia was started in China and it's close. Don't want it to... Um, it could it would be ugly, obviously. Yeah. Um. So... I think it's a good choice. I don't really know. For them to come back, they'd almost have to wait, to me, like a full year. After. Yeah, I think that's the plan for them is to come back in 2021. Okay. Which is which is weird, but at the same time, I like it because then you'll, hopefully in a three-year span, you'll get, you know, Olympics, or in a four-year span, you'll get three different Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but the I'm, I'm assuming the smart thing to do would just be to reset the four year count from when they have it. Yeah. Uh, but it would be cool if we got you know summer Olympics, winter Olympics, then one year off, and then right back into summer Olympics. That would be fire. Well, I, I'm I think they might do that because they had the schedule for a reason. I think, but I don't remember. The don't only remember thing is, it is it'll the the country i don't know who they plan where it's planning to be hosted yeah uh like the that second time so we'll see if that country's like will they France, be able I to think, get ready ahead of time i think it was for some reason i think it might be paris um, i have no idea yeah well yeah that would be that would be tough it is paris 20, mm. 2024 
Yeah, they'll probably they'll probably uh, share that decision in the next few weeks. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, that's something that I think they would definitely have to announce. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else we have for sports? Uh, let's get into some NFL because they they are they're going through free agency right now. Wildest free agency I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> Already it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, where you want? We got to start, start with Tom. With the... We got <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I Tampa like it. Bay. I like it. You like it? I do. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, because it was unexpected, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of, he went to a situation that's not perfect, but that really works for him. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I'm, I don't think they're a Super Bowl favorite. No. Uh, but he's in a position to compete for a Super Bowl. Okay. And he's got a competent roster. He's got a, I would say, a solid coaching staff. Who's their coach? Uh, Bruce Arians. Okay. Um, and he's been around a while. Yeah. Uh, he's had experiences with, uh, I don't, I think it was Brady to be honest at some point. Okay. Um, but the the thing for me is he's getting weapons, which obviously, that's what I assumed he would gravitate towards. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see how that looks. And he's in Florida, which is always a extra cozy state to be in. It is, yeah. After you've been in the snowy winters of Massachusetts for two decades. Right. It's nice to enjoy the sun more often. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know. What do you think? You don't like it as much by your uh, tone, I think? Um... I don't, it's just this kind of uh, neutral for me. I don't think it really does anything for either party. Uh, I, I mean, obviously it helps them, but not enough for them to be much better to me. Just And this is just off of the first week of it happening, right? Because I'm sure they're going to build more. They're going to try to use Tom as a, you know, attraction for other players. So... Before any of that happens, to me, I don't see it really making an impact to them at the moment. Uh, but I think I think it gives them very unfair expectations, right? Yeah, because they're expected to be a Super Bowl favorite, and I think that that's kind of that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely not. They're not really. I think they're competitive, but they're not contenders. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. They're definitely competitive, but contenders, no. Because I think they were arguably competitive last year. Right. So, um, what about the Cardinals trade? Mm. I was going to save that for, I wanted to get through all the quarterbacks, so we could talk about that. <laughs> all right, all right, we'll get through the quarterbacks. Uh, uh, I, I like Phillip Rivers. I like him going to in- Indianapolis. Okay. I'm in, I'm surprised the fans are so negative about it. Well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised knowing what Philip Rivers could do. Is he going to be a starter? <laughs> to me, he has to be. You paid him twenty five million dollars. But he's trash. 
<laughs> That's what I know when I saw that I agree with you but when I really thought about it I'm like well, he's not going to start, right? You know what it is, man? I I don't think it's a football thing more more than it is like a like a locker room leadership kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because you compare Philip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett like it's to me they're very close. Right. I couldn't I couldn't like guarantee you who's better in that scenario. Mhm. But Rivers has got the edge on him as far as experience. Rivers under he's worked with the coach before. Um and Rivers has always been like a, a an awesome leader. Yeah. And he motivates guys. He does. Yeah. I don't think Jacoby Brissett motivated anybody. Yeah, and and it's early in his career at this moment, I agree. Right. Yeah. It's hard come your first surprise year as starting quarterback. Right, exactly. That's yeah, yeah, that's more so a credit to how long Philip Rivers has been around than it is a knock on Brissett. Right. Um Yeah, and you know, I think the problem is for me is I really don't see I didn't see last year what people saw in the Colts. I still really don't. I think that they have a good roster, but I don't see them regardless of who their quarterback is, I don't really see them as contenders either. But um I see some people thinking and last year, a lot of people thought the Colts were a contender. I didn't see that. So, them adding Rivers to this team yeah, is I, not that I big of a deal. I agree with you for me. the most part. Yeah, I, I think Rivers has a good shot of, um, you know, salvaging his the end of his career, though. I will say that. Yeah, he's in a situation where he's not – he doesn't have to be great for them to win. Right. I thought for the Chargers, he had to play well every game to win. Yeah. And he, I think the Colts could kind of overcome some of his mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he's still, you know, he can still have big games, man. Yeah, he can. Like, I don't think, like, you know, Eli Manning, we talked about, he's just washed and he's got to go. Yeah. Because uh, he's just standing there taking punishment. Yeah. Phillip Rivers still has something in the tank. Right. But so we'll see what, how that plays out. Yep. Okay. Uh, Cam Newton? Yeah, where is he going? That's the question. Man, I, I think this... I think he could make an impact somewhere. I don't think he's going to go to a bad team. I'll say that. Dude, New England? At least not till after the draft. I mean... I mean, at least not till. You know, closer to the start of the season, I should say. Mm. Um, but if he goes this week, I think he's going to go to a, a good team. New England is possible. Um, <laughs> the Giants you, you aren't a good, good team. You said good team, but I, so yeah. <laughs> that no, takes but I, I think him being on them on there makes them a good team. I think their biggest... I agree. You know, their biggest downfall was not having a quarterback. At the very least, Cam Newton and Saquon Barkley should put you on TV for like a quarter of the season. For sure. Prime for time sure. TV as well. Yes. Yes. I don't even care if you do nothing with the rest of the roster. Right. That's how I look at it too. They're not garbage. No one can say they're garbage based right. off just those two if Cam right. is healthy. Um I I think the Browns could mix it up. They could mix it up. 
Didn't they sign, uh, who'd they sign? Uh, Case Keenum? Did they? Yeah, I think so. It was super low key because, I mean, Case Keenum's not a big deal, but. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if midway through the year he took Baker's spot. <laughs> oh, they did sign Keenum. I, I don't know. I don't. Well, I think he's as good as Baker. Right. <laughs> That's not, not a better, good thing but... to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, Number I'm one pick he... versus like a journeyman quarterback, and it's. I think they're pretty even, you know. Case Keenum had as good of a year. Um, he was in. He was on the Vikings. Yeah. He is as good of a year there as Baker did. I completely agree. Probably better than any year Baker's had. <laughs> Either of Baker's years. Yeah. So I mean, uh, and the team was definitely not as good. Right. So, uh, he could help them. Yeah, he he brings a good uh, leadership. Uh, but that I just, Baker desperately needs. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, okay, then the Browns they probably won't go for Cam. Um, who else needs a quarterback that isn't gonna get one? I think the Chargers. Right, the Chargers. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they if they do. I, I would like to see him. I think he, similar to the Giants, man, he put more fans in the stadium. He would. That's what the Chargers desperately need that. Yeah. So, Cam Newton's must watch. I don't care if he's been out for a while, if he's been hurt for a while. When he's on the field, I have to watch him. He's had plenty of time to come back, to be healthy. Yeah, he should be not ready to go. Yeah. Yep. Um, did, uh... Did the Jaguars make a move? Uh, Gardner Minshew. They traded Foles to Chicago. Right, that's what it was. Yeah. Which Chicago is interesting to me that they got Foles but re-signed um, uh, Trubisky. Because Foles isn't a starter. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Chicago is Chicago is in a similar situation to Indianapolis. Good roster. Yeah. If you kind of limit Trubisky's issues and you have yeah. help there, like legit, you know, Nick Foles is a top-tier backup. Yeah. Uh so putting putting him in there kind of kind of strengthens strengthens their quarterback position regardless. Right. I mean, you know, unless Trubisky just completely just sucks. Mhm. Uh but he's, you know, I, I don't know, man. They seem to have faith in him for some reason. I, I can't explain why. Right. Uh, but but I, I don't... I like the move. Yeah. So they're going to go with Minshew, you think? Oh, the Jaguars? Yeah. Okay. For sure. He he had a great year, man. He did. Like, he didn't... You know, it didn't lead to wins. But he showed... To me, I saw, like, NFL quarterback talent. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And another, the Jaguars have needed an exciting quarterback, man. I agree with that, too. Yeah. Another move I actually like, the more I think about it, is Mariota going to uh, the, the Raiders. 
Oh, I didn't even see that either. That was low key. And he and he said today that he's coming in to be a backup for a car. What? <laughs> I think that's gonna. I like that he's saying that, but I think that's gonna change sooner rather than later. Okay, why do you say that? Well, you don't want to come in and immediately make a quarterback like controversy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. And I, I feel yeah. like they had to have that conversation of. Like, you're coming in, you're a young guy, and, you know, you clearly have more talent than Carr, so if Carr starts struggling, you got it. Right. I feel like Gruden's savage enough to have that kind of conversation. I agree. I agree with that. And I think Mariota will benefit from being a backup for a little while, man. Yeah. I think less pressure on him is big. I think that he needs that. Right. Um, The, you know, not having the threat of being benched (laughs) uh, from as a starter is tough. Right. I mean, it's better to not have that threat. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, The other two quarterback, like, big moves, and then we we can get into the Houston-Arizona thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bridgewater to Carolina, I really like. I really, really like. Uh, him and McCaffrey will, will do some good things together. Yeah. Uh, and the other one that I like is, um, of course, I'm forgetting it now. Bridgewater might be the most underrated quarterback in the league at this point. Mm, I can see it, yeah. I mean, because the way he plays, he's like a really clutch Bench guy, like I'm trying to think of a comparison for him. But again, that's what we thought of Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, and he but... was a disaster as a starter. <laughs> so some guys, yeah. that's the thing. Some guys aren't built to handle a full season. That's true. Yeah. And Bridgewater, man, he's had a lot of health problems. That's that's the biggest issue right uh, there. But skill wise, like football wise, I I love it. Yeah, me too. Uh, and the other one that I actually like, you know, obviously he got overpaid, but uh, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, yeah. Way overpaid. Right. I but, mean. Yeah, I get it. You got to break the, break the bank for the quarterback. I, I guess. That's... And, a, and after that, after the year they just had, hopefully yeah. this isn't a Jared Goff kind of situation where you pay him and he just becomes – trash like he was before yeah uh but Tannehill's been around a while we kind of know what he is even from his like great stretch that he had uh we know what he is and the titans have done a good job of building around not around him but kind of building through him at this point Mm -hmm. Uh, that's true and and they got henry with the franchise tag which i'm not as mad at for running backs no, me neither. Uh, Dak, do you want to talk about Dak, by the way? I forgot about him, too. I mean, it's nothing new. I'm not right? mad that they franchised him, honestly. I'm not either, I, but I feel like everyone knew that was going to happen. Right. Is that, I don't have much to say about it. Not he, yet, at least. Some of these guys, Some of these guys keep trying to reset the market. Mm-hmm. And it pisses me off because they don't deserve to. 
Yeah. And I feel like that's what Dak Prescott's trying to do. And, like, you can make a case for both kind of sides of it. Mm-hmm. But as a football, just a, as a quarterback, just as a pure quarterback, he does not deserve to reset the market. I agree with that. He's. I don't even think he's a top five quarterback. Uh, that's close, but I'm I mean, not he's mad at you top saying 10 he's not. Quarterback. He's definitely top ten. But yeah. you gotta be top five. You gotta be top three for me to break the bank for you. Right. Like we and know, Patrick Mahomes a good is gonna team. reset it. Especially as a good team. Right. And like the Titans is a di- different situation, but. Right. In Dallas, yeah, we're a good team. We have a lot of talent. Everyone wants to play here. Who wouldn't want to play for Dallas? Everybody. So, I mean, Everybody yeah, wants I, to come play for the star. Right. Um. So, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. But let's get into uh, this, this DeAndre Hopkins trade. <laughs> The trade of the year so far? Hey, man, uh, it's Arizona could be could do some interesting things next year. Because mm. they were, and, and they're not a contender, don't get me wrong, but they were a competent team this year despite having a trash roster. That's true. So if, if Kyler continues to get better, which he looked pretty damn good at points last year, but why did the Texans just give him away? <laughs> Hold on, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, go ahead. I just think I just think it's a good move for Arizona to develop uh, Kyler like a little, give him a like a real, genuine number one threat. I agree with that because Fitzgerald is Fitzgerald. I think also will thrive as a kind of a slot guy. Yeah. Like as a full time slot guy, so I don't know, man. I I think Arizona could surprise people next year. I think they can win some really big games, that's for sure. But Houston, mm-hmm. you know, after they blew the twenty four nothing lead, do you remember how I ranted about how awful Bill O'Brien is? Yeah. I, I guess I didn't mention, and I knew this, that he's also their general manager. Uh huh. And like, I didn't know him at at in college, like as a college coach. I didn't know him when he was with the Belichick. I think at one point. Yeah. All I everything I've seen from him as a head coach tells me that he's trash. <laughs> uh huh. And people people are taking this move and freaking out about it. Dude, Bill O'Brien has been a trash general manager the entire time. Right. I, I just that's that's the thing for me is like I, it is an awful move, but it didn't surprise me at all. I agree. I mean, David Johnson though, like, dude, David Johnson was good for half a year, like three years ago. Yeah. That's it, dude. dude. His contract is out of. Dude, he's getting paid like he is the best running back in football. I know. That's what. That is the part that was shocking to me. To make the trade for this. Come I mean, on, man. Dude, he hasn't. He hasn't even been on the field in two years. 
Right. That's like paying Cam Newton $35 million. Like, what are you doing? Right. You know, to, Cam to, is, I mean, it's worse than that. I mean, yeah, this obviously. Cam has been a MVP. Obviously, but th- that's what's even dumber about it. Be- yeah. Because you knew that he had that contract. Right. That's it wasn't the like part you chose to sign me. Nothing about this makes sense. Because I had to look up and like, wait, is this the same David Johnson? Who was a fantasy god like two, three years ago? Yeah. Like, no way. Yeah. I can't. I, I didn't even know he was still on the roster. That's how long either. it's been since I've seen him. I didn't either. That's why I was shocked. I'm like, he's getting paid how much? Wow. Man, once I saw that, I felt bad for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, me too. Because I was like, dude, if any, Le'Veon Bell earned money like that. Yep. And you got guys just, you got franchises just giving out contracts like that for a, a eight game stretch. Right. Eight games. But I mean, you know, you kind of see that with the quarterbacks, Bridgewater and and uh, and Tannehill doing that. So NFL is a very NFL is a very strange business at times. Honestly, you think Tannehill is gonna uh, play up to his money? Mm, I mean, ever? No, <laughs> no. I honestly no. Right. But I think he will be like. I think it's still a good move. Like I think he'll like he won't let the fans down if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're realistic about Ryan Tannehill, your expectations should not be that high. Right. So it's like it depends on how you look at it, I guess. I get that. Yeah. I get it. But again, like Bill O'Brien is trash at everything he ever since he came to Houston, he's just been trash. Yep. It's sad. It is. <laughs> I'm not mad at all for Deshaun Watson for posting cryptic shit on, on social media and all that. Yeah, man. You know, being an athlete is a tough life. It's really hard to have friends, especially your teammates, because they're here today, gone tomorrow. You might be here today, gone tomorrow. And, you know, it's really not about you guys. It's not about the fans. It's about the management it's about the ownership right. you know at the end of the day so i get it i get why the nba guys do it too um but it's not going to change there's <laughs> really nothing they could do to change it yeah DeRozan and lowry can <laughs> cry to each other all they want but you know right still gonna split up best friends all the time right uh drumming him saying there's yeah, no loyalty. Uh, yeah, I mean... You're right. We've come to expect <laughs> that. That's my thing is these guys get shocked by that. The owners are like, yeah, you're right. Right. Don't get it twisted. We're like, not Dude, we're trying, we're trying to put a contender on the field. I don't care about your loyalty or about your love for the city. Like, if right. you're not the guy, you, you're gone. Yeah, or if someone else wants you more than I want you, I'm trading you. Like, if I watched you for five years, if we're losing in the playoffs for five years because of your deficiencies, that's it. That's You've had enough time. Yeah. You got to go at that point. Because that's one thing they a lot of the guys also forget is that it's not about your team. Not about your team that doesn't want you. 
it might just be uh, another team wants you worse. Right. Because, <laughs> okay, maybe, yeah, you're worth $15 million to me, but the Cavs think you're worth $40 million. Okay, well, you could have them for, you know, that extra $25 million I'll take. Right. Plain and simple. And it's not nothing personal to Drummond or, you know, whatever. In any situation, it's more than just one side of it that makes a decision. Yeah. Um, what else we have for sports? Um, uh, nothing really. I mean, none of the other signings really, like, jumped out at me. Yeah. I mean, Melvin Gordon, like, the fact that he was... I got on ESPN and he was on the front page like as the big signing of the of that hour. I was like, who cares? <laughs> Why? Why'd you say who cares? Because he's so average to me. Like, I don't know, man. I just I've never seen anything like that impressive from Gordon. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really break a lot of tackles. He's not that fast. He's kind of mediocre as far as pass catching, like but the, the Broncos are very excited to get him. Yeah. I mean, for some reason, he's one of those guys who gets high in the ranks and high in the, you know, people's opinions. I mean, he's, he's been healthy. I'll give him that. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's just... Uh, th- I mean, there were some signings I liked. Uh, I liked the uh, Vic Beasley to, to Tennessee. Dude, you get another guy in there, and now you have a pass rush. Yeah. Like, as if Tennessee didn't wasn't already a, a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Dude, if, if some of their wide receivers, like, become really good. Yeah. Man, they, they might be crazy next year. Yeah. Yeah, what else? Um, Randall Cobb to Houston was, a, was kind of a decent saving move to not mm-hmm. completely, you know, kill your deep threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause if, uh, if what's his name, if Fuller is healthy, he's, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, and Will Fuller can kind of keep it, uh, so Deshaun has weapons. Yeah. Yeah. What about, um, Diggs to Buffalo? Good move. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. That was one of my favorite moves. Yeah. Um, I forgot he, he. Had the issue with the Vikings, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I, I, did I, you I, see I, the rumor that if if Diggs had gone to the Patriots, Brady would have stayed? Yeah, right. Right. I, I thought that was BS. I, I think it's crazy that people... People think Brady really cares about, like, the mortal stuff in the league. Right. Brady has so much money and so much, you know, he he has nothing else to prove in his career to me. I mean, he just does what he wants. I don't think he cares about who was coming and who, you know, who they said they were going to get to keep him and all that. Yeah. I think he was just ready. But, you know, I'll give Brady, like, we're talking about free agency and, and it's the way the business has become is kind of out of control. Yeah. Brady's the last of a dying breed, man. Because in his prime, he took a pay cut. Yeah. How many of these guys would take a pay cut in their prime? Uh, I would say 
out of the quarterbacks, I mean, Dak Prescott's not going to do it. No. Kirk Cousins is not going to do it. No. And those guys should do it. <laughs> right. Those I are think... the guys that sh- that you expect to do it. Right. And I think guys like, um, you know, probably the two Mahomes and Jackson, I think they probably would, given the chance, if they needed to. But they don't have to. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But if they had to, I think they would because they're true leaders of their teams. Right. But, um, and they make so much money otherwise. Right. Off the field. But it's crazy to me that Brady, like, he threw for 50 touchdowns and then it took a pay cut. Yeah. If I threw 50 touchdowns, I'd be like, dude, if I'm not the highest paid quarterback, I'm out. Right. (laughs) But he took a pay cut at that point. That's... That's like him and Tim Duncan to that are the two that I that come to mind first. Yeah. As far as like superstar players who like legitimately sacrificed uh to to kind of keep a contender. Yeah. Moving forward, I, I really don't think we're gonna get a lot of that, man. Yeah, I'd be surprised if we did. And it's kind of a two kind of a two way issue because a lot of these teams are so quick to break the bank for their franchise player. Yeah. Like, you see it in the NBA. All these guys are getting gigantic deals. Right. I think the Warriors are still... They're still pay-cut guys to yeah, win. That, that's kind of similar to San Antonio. That's more of a culture thing. Right. But you need... Tim Duncan, like, brings that culture. You don't yeah, get a culture like that with just Popovich there. Right. Uh, and the Warriors... Right. Steph, I think, is a guy who could do that. Mm-hmm. And I think and he, he can motivate guys to do that. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, and it's hard to gauge because you never really know. And we only know guys from the surface. Mm-hmm. But I think Mitchell would probably be one of those guys. Yeah. He, seem, he seems like that kind of guy. The guy who would go team over his own paycheck. Mm-hmm. But... You never know. That check might be crazy. Should be crazy for him, by the way. All right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and transition it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I'll play your gem. Little Skies, you want to introduce? Uh, No, it's a song I saw come out like a couple episodes ago. I was going to play it, but then I forgot. It's a pretty cool track. Okay, cool. This is uh, Little Skies and Little Dirk. Having my way. I'ma go flex on a bitch, go start on a bitch. I'm sorry, I'm having my way. You ain't even with my team, you ain't with my gang, little nigga. Get the fuck out my face. I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops, they dancing like B2K. Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay, we gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day. I'ma go flex on a bitch, go stunt on a bitch, I'm sorry, I'm having my way. You ain't even with my 
my team, you ain't with my gang, little nigga, get the fuck on my face. I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops, they dance like B2K. Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay, we gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day. It's my money, I had to be made, oh, none of these bitches get saved. I take this drip to my grave, bro, that's on these bitches, I'm great. See on my neck like a groupie hoe, had her before I was paid. These niggas lame, how they catch the boat, tryna keep up with my weight. I keep them racks on my nightstand, I don't put my trust in no one. I had to go with the right plan, separate me from the fake ones. I'm popping off like a handgun, cops asking questions, we don't say nothing. Designer on my fucking body, shawty, why your boyfriend dressing like a pilgrim? To be honest, I don't feel him, I live what I rap, that's in real life. The shorty got hit with the real pipe, now she don't want you, we don't feel right. I'm thanking God, cause I'm double blessed, I'm in the sky somewhere out of sight. Truth stone a high air night, living this high, you gotta pay the price. I'ma go flex on a bitch, go stunt on a bitch, I'm sorry, I'm having my way. You ain't even with my team, you ain't with my gang Little nigga, get the fuck out my face I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops They dancing like B2K Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay We gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day I'ma go flex on a bitch, go stunt on a bitch I'm sorry, I'm having my way You ain't even with my team, you ain't with my gang Little nigga, get the fuck out my face I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops They dancing like B2K Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay We gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day Drip too hard, don't stand too close Fuck around and get hit up with these Say you let me better get out my face Can't get a job with a title on my face Niggas ain't real and I can't relate I bring my gun when I go on day Order my money when I get it from Chase Hit up Virgil, Louis, my shade Niggas say I'm fake, don't know what you think How the fuck a model bitch over the sink Coco Chanel ain't put it in pink Animal cruelty, I put on this mink AP too little, had to add me a link Michael Miri Denim got a hundred in my jeans I'ma do whatever, gotta feed my team I marry my bitch, got a booger at the ring Apparently, the clarity, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'ma go flex on a bitch, go stunt on a bitch, I'm sorry, I'm having my way You ain't even with my team, you ain't with my gang, little nigga, get the fuck out my face I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops, they dance like B2K Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay, we gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day I'ma go flex on a bitch, go stunt on a bitch, I'm sorry, I'm having my way you ain't even with my team, you ain't with my gang, little nigga, get the fuck on my face. I bought a Glock in the party, I shoot at the ops, they dance like B2K. Nigga want smoke, I'm like, okay, we gon' pull up, take his ass out in broad day. Little Skies and Little Dirk having my way. And we're here for music. Uh, the biggest that's, release. That's going to be the biggest section moving forward. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. That's going to be definitely the <laughs> most important part of the episodes from now on, probably. Yeah. Um, the biggest release, maybe of the year, the weekend. Yeah, so far for sure. Okay. I mean, who could just... What's an artist that you could think of that would even top him? Drake, Rihanna? Eh, after that, I got to think about it. Maybe, I mean, Kendrick probably. You mean going forward? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just those three. That's uh, it. I mean, you know, then there's like pop artists, maybe like a Taylor Swift or something, but that's like different no. kind of... 
I think he still tops her at this point. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Maybe like Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce, yeah. He's out of here. <laughs> Definitely. All right. But uh, yeah, man, I, I'm curious. I haven't talked to you about it at, at all. I've been seeing uh, mostly positive reactions online to it. Okay. Honestly, all positive. Really? I haven't really seen anything negative, to be honest. I've heard some negatives. Okay. But, but they're they're kind of picky, picky negatives, you know? Mm. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, I'm curious. What did you think? Um. Okay. So let me preface by saying I'm not a weekend fan. Okay. Oh no. I like the weekend. I like some of his music, but I'm not someone who is like saying, uh, you know, um, trilogy is one of the greatest things ever made. Oh heck no! I'm not saying that. His fans like to say that shit. No, 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 no. And the thing is, I'm kind of appreciate the weekend's music from afar better than I do like as a fan you know I think Beauty Behind the Madness was an amazing album and for him to have all those hits off of there fantastic but is it like one of my go to's no not at all I don't think anything in the weekend's catalog is something I like go to a lot and that's just me so after hours I was looking forward to it because I wanted to see what he came with he's someone that you know, he's like a uh, he's like a star, like a Kyrie to me in the NBA where, like, although I'm not a fan, I still want to see what he does any given night because it might be crazy. Yeah, Durant's you know? the same way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I'll say that the beats on here are fire. All of them to me. I think that the um, he's back to that bass-heavy uh kind of deep and dark kind of um music cuz i don't think this has a lot of like big pop hits like beauty behind the madness or even starboy which is fine I, that's really not his this is more his style um he he saved that he let the singles do that yeah he did he did he didn't give us an album full of hits he did just go with the the singles everyone already heard mm-hmm. um I liked it, man. I did. I liked it. But I will say, my two favorite songs are the two, you know, those 80s throwbacks, uh, In Your Eyes and Save Your Tears. Those kind of... And he, he seemed like he tried to be kind of old school on a couple of these. Uh, I think that was kind of the... Uh, like what he was going for on the album, I guess, with the yeah. videos and all that. But... um. It's a good album. I think it's a good album. Good. Not great. And it's not trash. But I think it's good. I think he could have did better. But um, I definitely think he could have did worse. Okay. But, well, my perspective is that of a weekend fan. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been a huge fan since... I, I was late catching up to him. I, I had heard about him, like... I think right up until Kissland came out. I think a little bit before that. But Trilogy was already out? Trilogy was out for a while, I remember, when I got to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I, I got I caught up on Trilogy late. Uh, loved... I loved a, a lot of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
Kissland was kind of okay. This is cool, but you know, no, I don't really gotta look out for him. Call it like it is. Kissland was trash. That album. If you look back, forget him. Looking, looking backwards on his career, Kissland was garbage. Compared to everything else, you're right. Yeah, I'll <laughs> yeah. Just, I'll call it like it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Beauty uh, Behind the Madness came out, and I was like, whoa. Straight fire. Legi- this this guy's legit. That's one of the most flawless albums of the last decade, by the yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, if we ever put a top ten decade album list, it it's at least getting consideration. Oh, it's definitely in mine. It's a lock for mine. Yeah, I, I gotta think about there's been a lot of shit that's come out. I don't wanna like forget anything. But it probably would make it. Mm-hmm. So uh from there. From there, I thought he was just, like, fire. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this entire time, he stole every song he featured on. Yeah. Every time he's part. featured on a track, you don't even remember who else is on it. Yeah. Uh, the Wiz Khalifa track, he, he murdered. Uh, yeah. Rick Ross remember? track, he murdered. Yeah. Uh, every Future track, I want Future to just be excluded from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah him and future it's so there's such a weird combo because like he's so fire but future is like extra garbage with him <laughs> and it makes no sense yeah. but anyway anyway i gotta get to the album here him and travis are underrated combo by yeah the way. they're, they're very they haven't good. made a bad song yet together yeah. um but i Starboy, Starboy, i had mixed feelings on because while i i liked the album a lot i didn't I didn't like the direction his music was going. Mm, explain that a little bit. Like, I thought, kind of like you said, he's gotten back to his, like, darker stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's why he was, it seemed like in Starboy, he was getting away from it. Mm-hmm. He was kind of going more into the just pop superstar. And I liked that. <laughs> I kind of did. Again, Starboy's a great album. It is. But I was just like, I don't want him to completely go in this direction. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Um, and then uh, My Dear Melancholy was was good, but it didn't really do much for me. Like, I didn't kind of love the tracks. I, I loved a couple of them, but they, they weren't really, like, replay-worthy to me. Yeah, it was forgettable for me. Um, and since then, he's been, you know, quiet for a little while. Yeah. So I was excited to listen to this. Because mm-hmm. I had, I was coming off of a little bit of a music um, slump. Uh, I want to say everything I reviewed on our last episode, I want to like shoot it down a grade if possible. Mm-hmm. For some reason, none of the stuff that we listened to that week, uh, I've gotten back to, to it since, and it's just not been that good. Uh, Janae <laughs> Iko was not very good at all, coming back multiple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lil Uzi... Well, I haven't gotten to the deluxe version, uh, which I'm assuming is much better. His initial album honestly sucked. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. I'll tell, I'll tell everyone right now, I'm not going to the deluxe. <laughs> I'll get to it. Because <laughs> I, I, I like the features. I'm, anyway, the let me focus on Weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to hear this because, again, I'm in a slump. Uh, I'm I need like a exciting album to start off with. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I wanted to interrupt you because it's it sounded like just 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 hater talk from, with everything you were saying. Because this album is flawless. This album? This album is flawless. Hold on. After hours is is flawless. Not the first two minutes, but after that, it's flawless. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. There's two minutes of flaw in this album. The first song. Stop. No, I thought you. Was, I thought that's what you were saying. No, no, no. I'm after asking. hours, that first couple minutes where it starts off a little meh. Oh, of that of that song. That's gotcha. the only flaw of the album. Okay. His interlude is probably the best interlude of the year, and it's not even. It's probably one of the lesser tracks of this album. <laughs> okay. And then from there, this album starts uh, Alone Again is Fire. I don't know it if is. you don't see it. I'll let you slide. I'm not going to, you know, obviously. No, our... Alone Again is Fire. And, is. and Alone Again established what you mentioned about the beats. It did. That the, beat the production on here hard. is easily the best of the year. I'll agree with that. I'd have, I might have to think about it, but right now I'll agree with it. Uh, to me, it's the production on here was unique. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. It was. It didn't try too hard, yet it managed to surprise you on most of the tracks. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's flaw. Like I said, he is flawless on it, with the exception of two minutes. <laughs> Why did he say two minutes? Because it starts off, like you said, I, you, as soon as you said after hour, I, I figured that's what you would say. No, no, no. I thought you were, I was saying after hours as in the album. You're saying the album is flawless. The album is flawless. Okay. After hours, the track, the first couple minutes were me. Okay. But to me, what I like about it is the combination of him on a lot of this production, like, because the production switches up, mm-hmm. it like he's he gets to surprise you on tracks. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, like because there's no bad sound here, it's it's flawless. I'm not saying it's a classic. I'm not saying this is better than Beauty Behind the Madness. It's not. Okay, I see what you're saying. You're saying there's nothing bad on here. Nothing bad. I agree with that for sure. There's no trap. There's no trap. There's nothing even you, remotely you, bad. But you try to like hesitate giving him the credit for that. I, but, but me saying it's flawless, it, it's hard for me to say it's flawless when there's just some songs that just are just nothing to me on here. That's, it's not like they're bad, but they're not anything spectacular either. And to me, um, if I call Beauty Behind the Madness flawless, it's because... Eight out of like twelve songs are spectacular, and maybe I probably that's, five. That's where this album lags, I think, with like a beauty behind the madness. It's there's there's not a lot of spectacular. There's not. That's it's steady. And the thing is, I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to say safe, because safe kind of sounds like it's not good. It's a really really good safe though, like I. Don't, yeah, I don't, want, I don't want to say safe because that's like that has like a negative connotation to it. Yeah, and I'm not trying to use it negatively, but that is kind of how I feel about it. It's, <laughs> it seems like the production was perfect for him. It, it, he can't go wrong on any of the songs on here. 
And he, me just hearing the beats, I'm like, oh, the weekend is going to kill this before he even sings on him. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is him. This is the yeah. weekend. And, and in that respect, I do think it's flawless. I don't think there's any bad songs on here at all. I'll completely agree with that. But when I say it's good, it's not great. Yeah, I, I didn't feel anything. I didn't have a feeling like, man, I'm listening to some greatness like I did just some of his other ones. Even Starboy, I felt like that sometimes. But this one is good. I don't know, man. I, what I just loved, it, to me, he kind of put together everything we've heard from him into one project. I thought there was elements of his early stuff, like you said. I thought yeah. there was beauty behind the madness elements to this. And I thought there was, was Starboy elements to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought he just put it together really well. It, he definitely took his time with this. Right. And I think definitely. a lot of a lot of the reasons why I love it is because it's been a little while since he's kind of wowed me. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I've, I've had so much fun listening to this. Like, this, yeah. this album is so well-paced. That's true. Just when it slows down, he picks it up. Like, I think song, even though some of the songs you would think are long, he paces them well because you'll switch it up, right? As you kind of, you kind of want him to move to a different sound. He does that. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you kind of want the energy to pick up a little bit, he does that. Mm -hmm. When you want to, when you want him to slow it down and really like let his, let his, him as an artist shine, he does that. Yeah. Uh, so to me, in that way, kind of this album is just like, is is kind of perfect in that way. I agree with that. It's very, very well put together. Right. Definitely. And and I and, think this album, the the question for it is going to be how it ages. And that's where I am. Uh, I fear. That's, I do that's fear. a fair fear to have. Yeah, it's what, and that's because nothing on it is spectacular. Even the singles, to me, aren't. Like ones that I will play over and over again, like some of his past singles, and I, I I shouldn't I'm trying not to judge off his past stuff. So let me let me stop judging off his past stuff. But it's not singles that I would expect to hear all year long. I think maybe two more months I'll hear he the singles. He didn't and then, have a Starboy you know, single on here. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, yeah. you know, he's it's part of the problem is he set the bar so high. Yeah, uh, that it's it's hard for him to top it, but I, I thought "Blinding Lights" was a, a pretty really good single. It, it is. Uh, it is. And one, the other thing I love about it is the singles don't spoil the album. They're nowhere near the best tracks of the album. I agree with that too. But Not they, even close. But they fit. They're placed perfectly because they're in a spot where they're in between a track that doesn't have as much energy. That's a little slower. Um. And they both of those singles kind of pick the energy up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but as far as my favorite tracks, um, "Save Your Tears" was easily my favorite. "Save Your Tears" is great. Uh, my I can't stop listening to it. And then yeah. "Faith" and "Alone Again" were I I loved a lot. Yeah, "Alone Again" really set set it off nicely. Great, great opening track. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I just I, I would recommend this to everybody. Yeah, if you've ever heard Weekend, I would recommend it. He's one of those, and he's gotten to a point, like Trilogy, I can't recommend to everybody. No. Uh, But Beauty Behind the Madness, Starboy, and this album, I would recommend this to 
any genre fan, like anybody who's a fan of music, I would recommend it. I um my introduction to the weekend, I was at military school, and I was a really 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 big Drake fan, and as soon as uh, uh as soon as the one with him and Drake came out, the Zone. Oh man. I, it leaked by itself first, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, who is this on here with Drake? So I went, you know, I went to Dat Piff, saw the first, the first part of uh, trilogy, and then um, I think it was House of Balloons, and then Thursday came out. I was, I remember seeing like waiting for Thursday, so I was there like all the way from the very beginning of his mixtapes, and. And I guess that's the reason why Trilogy doesn't hit me like other people. Because, like, I had listened to it a ton of times before it came out as Trilogy. Because they were the three separate mixtapes before. Yeah. And, um... And I, I guess I, I kind of got tired of them after the second one. Right before, uh... I want to say... Montreal starts... No, DD starts on Trilogy. Yeah. I was done with Weekend already after that. <laughs> My attention span for him was gone. House of he Balloons. Making, yeah, uh, House of Balloons set the bar too high for the rest of it. It did. Uh, to be it honest really did. You. Yeah. Uh, going At least looking back. Th- this is, of course, in hindsight, which is kind of easier to, to see that. But, mm-hmm. um, but even when I was waiting for Echoes of Silence, I was let down when it came out. I felt let down because I just thought the last one, I thought yeah. it was, it sounds was just weird compared to the other stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, you want to talk about any other music? Um, just kind of stuff I'm getting ready to listen to. I'm weekend kind of got me back into my music mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be, especially, you know, we're locked up in the house, not really able to do shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I downloaded a bunch of stuff. It's a lot of stuff I want to catch up on. Uh, some of the newer stuff. Party uh, next door comes out this weekend. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'll be ready. Uh, yeah. But I got to catch up on Don Tolliver. Uh, I'm. I got Jada Kiss. I'm literally looking at the the albums in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jada Kiss is one. Uh, Probably. Gambino, Gambino. I'm probably gonna take a while to get to, but I'll get to it. It's not worth it. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks for the spoiler. I'll still get to it. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see what he sounds like. Just if anything, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what his bad music sounds like. Honestly, yeah. Uh, but but future nostalgia. Did you get to that? You, you told me you got to that, right? Yeah. Is I, that out? Well, I downloaded it. Not, oh, okay. Because you know. I was going to say, I don't even think it's out yet. No, I think it comes out Friday as well. Man. Flawless. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, it is. Yes. It's so short, too. I saw I'm like, yes. I've been replaying it over and over. I'm ready. Um, And I'm not... Uh, I can't say I'm a Dua Lipa fan, but I, some of her newer songs I really, really like. So, I, I, you know, I downloaded it. There was a leak, so I picked it up. And I I honestly do like every single song on it. I really do. And I 
I've played it over and over again. Bruh, as far as hearing her on the radio, she's one of the most flawless artists you could catch on the radio. Yeah. Dude, every time she comes on it, that Calvin Harris track. Yes. So good. I mean, there's some other ones, but yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan, but I'm excited for this. Don't Start Now is a is a nice single for this album. It really is. Because okay. it, it kind of... I won't say everything is similar, but everything is in the same realm, you know? Yeah. Like those light party tracks, club mm-hmm. tracks. I got you. Yeah, she's one of those. But, I, you know, I'm not going to get deep into it till you hear it. So. Okay, that's that's definitely going to... I'm going to hear that in the next day or two. Okay. Uh, but I little Uzi Deluxe, I got to hear it. A lot of features, and this kind of seems more like what I expected him to release... Uh-huh. Uh so maybe maybe you know he'll give me a good second album I guess. I've kind of been waiting for someone to tell me <laughs> tell me about it before I listen to it. He's a finesser hopping on all these uh breaking all these Billboard records. I know. <laughs> Everything off the first version is on Billboard, it right? It makes no sense, yeah. All 18 songs. Uh, it makes no sense to me, but Streaming has really messed Billboard up. Like, Billboard needs to change and adjust for streaming. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make any sense that a whole album should be on Billboard. Right. Other than Thriller. I can't think of any album ever other than that that I would say, oh, this whole album could be on Billboard. Even Drake. I don't think any album he's had everything should be on billboard uh, yeah, he's got a couple of slight misses everywhere yeah little, so a little slight one and uzi come on man just because everyone listens to the whole album right doesn't mean it's all fire right like i yeah. i i let it go with kirk because a lot of that happened with kirk yeah but but be, all those tracks are bangers yeah like looking back on that album that's exactly what i want the baby to release every time Mm-hmm. Maybe I want a little more features or a little more like better tracks here and there. But I, I need I that energy on every track. Yeah, the energy for sure. Uh, and Absolutely. to me, like that, I understand because he's kind of he's that's what he's doing. He's making hits. Yeah, Uzi's just these are just songs. Like a lot of these are just tracks. Right. But you know, I also. Uh... I listened to Dundercats album. Um, I got that early. I've actually had it for two weeks. I just haven't talked about it. Um, and at this point, I don't know when it's coming out. So I just, I might as well talk about it now. Um, for those who know who Dundercat is, he is a bass player and he's very experimental R and B. And, uh, I'm just, Call it like it is. He's a weird guy, man. Just He's just a really weird guy. And it's not... I'm not saying that negatively. Because he makes really cool music. But um, it's definitely one of those that's like uh, an acquired taste, I guess. Yeah. And um, I did enjoy his album. Um, there's like three songs on there that I will play often. And they're really just the three singles. So, um... I'm, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone though, <laughs> unless you are. I would recommend it to people who know him already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen him live a couple times too. But 
I wouldn't recommend him to a new listener. Not this album, at least. I think it may come out first week of April. Honestly, what's it called? Um, it is what it is. Okay. Maybe yeah. if it's a slow week. I mean, you know, with this, again, with with however long this lockdown lasts, I, it's gonna be a lot of time for music. Yeah, actually, I'll play. I'll play that as I'll play his song as my gem. Yeah, it is. It's gonna be. It's gonna be plenty of time listening to music. <laughs> Seriously, and people who thought about releasing their music later might as well go ahead and release it now. Yeah, because people are gonna listen to it, and you can't go on tour anyway. Right. So. What sense is waiting? You might as well, yeah. You might as well. You're gonna get more promo for your album, right? Like at the very least, you'll get more ears on it, which is kind of the goal. And people will get more hype for the tours. So yeah, yep. Uh, um, last album that I I know I'm really late on this, but but I will be catching up by the next episode. Pop Smoke, man. You still haven't listened to Pop Smoke's Not album? Yet, no. Wow. Well, I, I got lost with all the other stuff that's been coming out, and I, I've just had like kind of times where I'm not really in the mood to like listen to new shit, really. Yeah. Uh, but but I'll be back on that. For, I'll I'll get on that. Like, I guarantee by the next episode, I'll have uh, my opinion on it. Okay. I've still been playing it. I'm hyped, man. I've been, <laughs> well, I've been needing heard? a good rap album. Has anyone else told you about it other than me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've had I've had people who like who I didn't really know as like rap fans that have pointed out how fire it is. <laughs> that's what that's when you know it's fire. Yeah. When people who are like like it's honestly it's people you know you don't really even talk me like it's people I don't talk music with. Yeah. And when those people are just randomly like just bringing up an album and telling me how great it is. Yeah. I have to. I have to. Yeah, you know you're really late when it's those people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Um we'll talk about Childish Gambino next week. Uh We might not was... depending on how bad it is. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I might you know what I might do, man, with some cuz we have so much like new shit and and st- stuff to catch up on. Yeah. The stuff that sucks, I'm gonna I'm gonna just First impressions. That's it. Okay. Because I'm getting tired of shitting on some of these albums, and I'm I'm rather focused on the good music. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm giving Gambino uh, one chance. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It's really not it. I'm not trying to swear you either way. I mean, I'm uh, excited. That's the thing with him, like. I don't think any of his projects have been like top to bottom great. Right. Uh, he's very experimental with stuff, so there's there's stuff he has that to me is like awful. He's definitely in the lab on this one. I'll just say that. Then. <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. Something he to surprise me. Something out. different. That's what he's always been good at. He's given us something like different that you wouldn't hear really anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, and- just the features Ariana Grande and Twenty One Savage are just like two of the most random features for him. To Why me. does he work with Twenty One Savage so often? <laughs> Everybody forgets that know. he randomly popped up on Twenty One's last album. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a good track too. Like people just forgot because he was just so low key. I don't even think he was on the like the featured list. I don't think he was, and Twenty One was not on this one. 
<laughs> they just they're just in the studio together. Oh, is Twenty One from Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Right, right. It's Atlanta connection. But he doesn't work with any of the other Atlanta guys like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll let him slide. We'll. I'll see what it sounds like. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if everyone else stays in Atlanta. Like I think Twenty One might still hang out there. You're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know Sahai doesn't stay there. <laughs> yeah, Migos ain't been out there for a while. I'm, I'm assuming. I- exactly. So that might be part of it. Um, I played my gym. Uh, I played. This is Thundercat, Ty Dolla Sign, and with an appearance from Lil B. Uh, haven't heard him in a while, but this is fair chance.
Alright, that was Thundercat, um, Ty Dolla Sign and Lil B, Fair Chance. Uh, Challenge Gambino appears on his album too without a uh, credit, by the way. He's just sneaking around, popping up everywhere. <clears throat> Did you know uh, Troy Sivan was uh, in X-Men Origins, Wolverine? As an actor? Who was he? <laughs> he was a young Wolverine, <laughs> apparently. Bruh, that's him? <laughs> yeah. That kid that, like, screams? Yeah, I think uh, so, yeah. That's crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I just randomly looked that up for some reason, but... Damn. Yeah. Yep. Um, you have anything special you um, need to get to? Uh, no, it was just interesting as far as, like, movies and shows go, uh... You already see movies making the adjustment of giving these home, like, releases or whatever. Yeah. But, and I understand, like, you, I, I can see why you're charging as much as you are. Mm-hmm. But let's be real, nobody's paying $20 for, to watch a movie. Yeah, it takes a lot to do that. I mean, come on, it's, maybe, maybe for, like, the blockbusters, obviously, like, if Avengers came out on your home you would watch it and you know they charge more than forty dollars right twenty dollars right it'd definitely be like 50 for that right but these like like the hunt is a movie i actually wanted to see Uh uh-huh but seeing it on demand for 20 bucks i'm like absolutely not i saw it you did yeah how was it (laughs) i was uh i don't know i don't really know how to i heard it was weird I liked it though. It was weird, but I liked it. Okay, cool. You know, did you see Ready or Not? Um, I don't With think the so. girl from uh, my babysitter's a murderer or whatever. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, it's one of those movies where like it's just a lot of killing, but it's like the random. Uh, I can't think of a movie right now. It's one of those like dark comedies that has killing in it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I've, I liked I've, it though. I've needed like comedies. A lot of the genres have a problem with kind of being unique in their own way. Yeah, uh, like as far as movie releases go, but it's nice to see a refreshing comedy that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I, I'm definitely gonna watch it, but I'm not spending that that kind of money on it, especially if I'm not if I'm unemployed right now. Right, and that's one like, like I watched it, but it was like eight of us watching it. Okay, yeah, at that point, it's worth it. Yeah, so I definitely wouldn't watch that alone and spend twenty bucks for right. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will say this is an exciting time for for shows to come out. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, people. If they're done filming. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, a lot of stuff is getting delayed, which I understand. I'm, you know, obviously I can't be mad at any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, man, there's, there's a lot of stuff to watch on Netflix, on Hulu, and on Amazon, and all the new new streaming networks. 
Yeah, did you start uh, Hunters yet? Uh, no, not yet. I started it. How I'm was only it? only episode in, though, but... I mean, it can only be so bad with the actors in there. You're right. <laughs> but um, I, I need to see more. The first episode was just kind of... Okay. Like, all setting up. So. Okay. Uh, I, I finished, I don't know if I told you, I finished, uh, Doom Patrol. Oh. <laughs> yeah, what'd you think? I mean, I loved it, but I, I couldn't recommend it to everybody. That's for sure, yeah. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest shows I've seen. You know what I compared it to? It's, it's Le- it's kind of like Legion as far as, like, so- how some of the story progresses. Yeah, But it it's, is. it brings you back in. Mm-hmm. Where Legion, Legion will explore these like these crazy kind of ideas, and you'll just get lost, and you won't like you won't ever find what's going on. And that was so annoying, right? And by the so by the sec like midway through the second season, I can't do it. Yeah, because I don't know what's going on. Right. Uh, but this show, every time, like it'll go like what, like what object could talk like. Can you explain to me how that one character who's not a human being could talk? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, and, it and there's there's a number of just there's a number of characters that made no sense at first that ended up being really cool. That episode with the uh, when they went back to the older heroes. Yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. That episode is amazing. I loved the uh, the episode where Jane's uh, the uh, Cliff explores Jane's head. Yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, with all the other ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this uh, show, man, this show is really the, um, unique. What was the British one's name? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot her name. I liked her though. Yeah, uh, I liked. I also liked the character progression of all of them. Yeah, me too. I like the growth, uh, especially with Rita and uh, Negative Man. What's his name? I don't remember, but yeah. That actor does like his storyline kind of seems lame at first. Bomer, you talking about? Yeah, yeah, Bomer's Matt Bomer. Yeah, but like it it progresses very uh, very well, especially in the later episodes. Yeah, yeah, he uh, does. And. I also, another DC show I've gotten through about seven or eight episodes is Swamp Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. That, you know it got canceled after the first episode, right? I it was on TV. Like on, uh, you know, CW or whatever. Oh. One episode canceled. Then they put it on. The- <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I can see why. Then they put it on the app. I can see why. It's it's not very good. I mean, it's not an awful As, show. Allison from Team Wolf is on there, right? Yeah. She's she's pretty good in it. She's getting old. But the, When the, I saw that first... When I saw the trailer for her, I'm like, wow. She seems like she aged so quick. But it's just really been that long since I've seen her. Yeah. You know what it is, man? Yeah. It's just full of cliches. Like, the storylines oh, okay. are, are so expected... Uh, the characters are so like you just know what they're gonna do. You know who's bad. You know who who's gonna kind of like have that good turn. Who's gonna have a bad turn? Everything is so expected. Mm-hmm. Um, in like the the concept for it is really cool. 
Yeah. Uh, because it's more than just, like, about Swamp Thing. Like, there's something more going on, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And kind of relates to our current crisis, you know, with the virus stuff. Um, yeah. But it just, it's not executed very well. It's, you, like, you've seen it before. You've seen this kind of, these kind of stories before. Right. Um, and, and I just, it, I can't recommend it. It's not very good. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to, as far as like, I can't guarantee that I'll watch more movies and shows cause this, this is my chance to get back into video games. <laughs> and I've just been, I've been a junkie, man. Yeah, me too, honestly. Dude, I I got a my everybody was uh laughing at how the toilet paper was the first thing to go. Yeah. Which by the way is idiotic. It is. When society's falling apart, you prioritize wiping your ass. <laughs> you deserve to catch this shit honestly if that's what you're prioritizing. <laughs> I think that is crazy too, yeah. I mean, really crazy. That that blew my mind. I get the sanitizer, I get the right. soap, but the paper, toilet oh, paper, and paper towel. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, what are you doing with them? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, this I got a PS4. That was the first thing I got with with this whole lockdown idea started coming Good. together. Good choice. And I got like I got the bundle, like the old bundle with the three super fire games. Uh, yeah. Last of Us, God of War, and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, those are super fun. And I'm ready to play all of them. I also got Days Gone I'm ready to play. Uh, Last of Us, I heard, was really, you know. Yeah, I've, I'm so late because I've been an Xbox guy, so I've missed all these PlayStation exclusives. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I had to, man. I feel you. I'm not mad at it. Trust me. I, honestly, I'm lucky. I, right outside my house, I have a uh, basketball court. Oh, yeah? Uh, so I get to go outside a little bit and, like... I mean, it's literally across the street, as long as there's not too many people out there. You are lucky, because there's nowhere to play basketball near me. Yeah, man. It, I mean, the weather hasn't really allowed me to kind of do that too much, but... Yeah. I, I can't go. Like, if we were quarantined for, you know, two, three, four months, like they're saying... Uh-huh. Dude, I couldn't go without playing basketball, at least, like, a little bit. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I start going outside and just dribbling the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man, I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how... Not even how everything plays out, how it changes moving forward. Yeah, I agree. Because this, this social distancing thing is kind of weird because we're not fully committed to it (laughs) not enough of us right but it's like they're still letting everybody go to the store to get groceries but if one person has it at the store then they pass it to a bunch of people and it's like yeah just it just has to be on a surface right just be on a shelf right and it survives on like glass for a while on yeah. like you said shelves like it's in the air at sometimes yeah it just the more i think about it the more i'm like dude they're they're slowing it down but like they're not slowing it down enough and i honestly don't know what they could do besides legitimately putting you know military vehicles outside and forcing people to go back in yeah 
you know, and that'll be really bad. Right, and they can't do that. But I'm cool with it. They can't do that (laughs) until the numbers just go crazy. Yeah, and listen, young people, protect your parents, man. Please, please protect your parents. Protect the elderly. Do, you know, don't let your parents go make the trips that you can easily make. Right. Because you're doing something. Right. Come on, man. You got you have to cuz they're the ones I mean you you can give it to them too but they're the ones who are really at risk of dying at this point and you know we have to be able to protect them as much as we can seriously yeah it's getting scary dude for I, the older people. I literally I almost freaked out when the the New York governor I think it was earlier today or maybe yesterday he was talking about it doubles every 3 days yeah our cases double every 3 I'm like dude that that's insane in New York the most populated city in yeah. the world. Cat, and it's getting really bad in Cali too. <laughs> yeah, and it's a little bit slower in some of the other states, but it's getting to that point. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, our cases, like my area, has the increase hasn't been like insane, but it's been going up. Right. Uh. So I mean, it's again we're social distancing, but it's like we're half-assing it. Right. So I, I really don't know how it's gonna how it's going to change moving forward. Yeah. It's bad. Our president thinks we're going to come back to work in a couple, in a month or two. Right. He thought the the 15 days thing was a good idea. 15 (laughs) days. We'll be right back. No, (laughs) no, sir. Yeah. But I don't want to deep dive that. (laughs) Right. Real quick. Have you played the, uh, just cause series of games? I have so good. I love those games. So man. good, dude. It's like you have four. You played four. I've played it. I don't have it. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's fire, man. It's I. I love those like open world games where like you could just kind of go crazy. Yes. Uh, it's it's like therapeutic almost. Yes. Yes. I love it, and, and I like that you don't have to be doing missions all the time. Yeah. I I really and I mean more games are like that now, but when we were younger, like. Just Cause was one of the first games, that and Grand Theft Auto were like the first two games that I ever played where I didn't have to be doing a mission all the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll, we'll get out of here. Uh, play a little <laughs> Weekend and Rick Ross as a throwback. Yeah, uh, we'll, our weekly episodes will be primarily music. I mean, you know, once free agency ends, we're really not going to have any sports to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we could talk about some movies, maybe a couple video games, if, if anything, but we'll see. Yeah, definitely. We'll look at making sure the structure fits so we get uh, similar episodes every time, Yeah. too. So, all right. Until next time. Don't apologize, I quite enjoy messy I see that bottle after bottle got you going crazy And doing shows after shows got me so lazy So write it out for me and take it off for me It's a good vibe, good vibe, good vibe Don't you ever threaten me, cause with a good time she wanna 
What you know about it? I'm the champ, baby, real deal, holy field. Got the bitches wanting building when they bought the crib. 25 mil, I'm doing 25 to life. 100 acres keep my shooters all through the night. Every chandelier ran a nigga one mil. 20 chandeliers, motherfucker, who real? I just wanna show her what I live like. Winter white Birkin on the winter night. Fuck a Birkin, now she in the Bentley. That's when she went and tied a double MG. Now I born deep, deeper than the rap. She give me brain, she a mastermind to be exact. She a mastermind to be exact. I give a game and she give it back. Sip, serve, so I fuck slow. Sip more, I wanna fuck more. Gotta grind till your eyes close. Stay strapped to the trap close. They scream, make back on the cell blocks. All my dogs who used to sell blocks. They say them niggas in the jail top. How your homies commissary fell off. We'll make it worse, he got an elbow. 25 to life, dead wrong on his cell phone. Over vein in my body 